playing a fucking clicker game, Jake. Yeah, kind of. But no, I thought you were saying, oh my God, about That's my, my, Mar- oh my Maverick God. reference. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's uh, Ashley and and one of the other gals at work, Amber, they've, they've been playing this. And so it is kind of like while I'm waiting for screens to yeah. load on my fucking systems, it does kind of. Pure, it's pure Skinner box crack. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that. What, crack? No. Crack, get you high. Jake, Jake, Jake. Seriously, how the fuck did you know I was homesick yesterday? Dude, I had no idea. I, I really didn't. You I was said, just guessing. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, I was just guessing because you said that you were that. Okay, first of all, you said you were sick and I didn't know you were sick. All right. All right. No, 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 no. This is going to be our cold open because fuck you. This is weird. It's just mother's intuition. <laughs> I'll just t- yesterday. All right. So I was feeling kind of shit. So I stayed home from work. And hey, I, at ten thirty a.m. Hey, are you feeling well enough to record tomorrow? When, when, when was it established that I was feeling like shit at all during the week? Because dude, you said that you were feeling bad on Thursday. I thought like Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, that was Tuesday, like Monday or Tuesday. That's why I didn't edit. I've just been feeling drained. Oliver, you're gonna pull out everything in this. Fucking thing, Ollie! Just, calm no, no, down, he's okay. Dude. He's just. Uh, I know. I see your ball. I all your three ball. goddamn dogs, man. He's he's about. Put that on the table. Lift it up and put it on the table. That's what she said. You know what? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> hey, Bob. But no, Jake. That was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. All I can think of is, please tell me you don't have an app on your phone that lets you know when somebody's no. logged in on Xbox. No, I mean, I have the Xbox app, but it doesn't tell me when somebody's logged on. Because th- the only reason I thought that is because I noticed that last night it showed you on my Xbox, but you were playing WoW. Yeah, that's because with Windows 10, um, yeah, I refuse where it to let Windows all see the same, same information. So. I don't let Windows see Well, no, anything. with Windows, like with the Game Center on Windows, period... Oh, I don't. I Since don't it's use... all tied to the same Hotmail account, that's why it pops up that way. I don't think I ever turned that on on my Hotmail account. Like legit, but... you, see if only if I go in, and even then, I have to go looking for it. You actually do have the app, though. Oh, and yeah, I can of... just go to friends, but I don't get alerted so to it. That fucking was just weird, Jake, and also. Yesterday, I think I finally, because I know, I'm pretty sure I cut when I was talking about it, because it was part of the dark times on the last episode, the cut dark times, I, because we were talking about the game, about Division, and I think I finally have an opinion on the Division. Okay, because I haven't played it since like last week. It's just, it has the makings of an okay game. As an okay live service looter shooter, but the loot's not rewarding. You're more angry every time you have to open up your fucking uh, inventory to look at it. Why are you angry? Just because, oh God, now I gotta get this, stop this thing from fucking having an exclamation point because, you know, exclamation point. I'm that way in general. Yeah. Oh, then you're absolutely gonna hate it because uh, the apparel screen, you know how you get rid of the exclamation, but you have to go into the, the shop. (laughs) 
yeah, and highlight everything that you can buy in the yeah. game before it'll go away. Yeah, I noticed. Which is fucking weirdly predatory. All right, it's annoyingly predatory. Uh, because it's subtle. It's it's douchey and subtle. But no, nah, the game's mechanics are borked as fuck because I. Uh, I was doing a, well, one, no matter how many times people tell you it is, it's not fucking coded for, it's not, it's not a skill walled for single player. It is not built for single player. And no matter how many times people say, yes, it is, it isn't. Because how insanely accurate every enemy is, how, how they flank constantly it is impossible to do it single player unless you have specific skills or specific you know of the talents also it's really fucked up like i can handle enemies being able to fucking you know no scope you at perfect accuracy because that's just how games are what i don't like is how they have different game mechanics than you because an enemy can throw a uh, grenade a block and a half away. Dude, I noticed that whenever me and you were playing on that one. I was like, dude, these guys are chucking the shit out of these grenades, man. Like, it was. I was doing a capture, and I, I was on a turret, and I saw a dude. I could barely see him because it was one of those fog instances to where you could hardly see anything, which is great. Would be nice if the fucking enemies also had that same shit, but no, it just affects you. And yeah. Motherfucker, all I saw was this red fucking reticle. Like, wait, is that a grenade? Wait, okay, I guess I got... I, it might not hit me, but I guess I'll shoot it down. I can't shoot it down. I can't shoot it down. It is flying for over 10 seconds, and it explodes in my face, and I die. Yeah. It... it, it It's busted as fuck. And the problem I wouldn't is, say it's busted not by, as fuck. You no, could say that that's I'm, when I say busted. I'm not. I'm using that as busted, not as in the game's broke. Okay. I'm saying that shit busted, son. It really is. Like, but it, that's the problem is that you say busted as fuck in both yeah. situations. Okay, that's what okay. I'm saying. I'll, 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 I'll fucking force choke the you a bit more. Okay, if I'm talking about busted. All okay, right, that's better. It's, it's trace busted. Busted. <laughs> but no, nah, it. It could be a fun, mindless game, but that's the pro. If it was, I guess if they had like the free roam is the problem. It really is. Like if you can't like. Also, it'd be nice if you could group up for the side missions, which are actually as bad as the other ones. Like, and also when you get to specific uh settings, you'll get the bullet sponge. I can't die but I can run up to you in three seconds and hit you with a hammer and kill you enemies or chainsaw. It's annoying. It's annoying when those happen because there's really nothing you can do, but back away and hope that you already killed everyone else. Because again, Jake, they're all snipers. You're dead in three seconds. If you fucking get out from cover and Oh, Hey, guess what happens when you're in cover? That big fucker with the hammer right there going to hit you y'all. It's, it's I'm I don't know I don't know the game's just not that great, which is sad. Oh, also there's no story. I'm I'm sure there's a story. I've I've heard that the story isn't as thick as what it is in the first division. See, because the first one had a was simple, a sta- and it was establishing the yes, it was establishing the world. But 
It was also a very simple story. Something happened in Manhattan. It was quarantined. You're going in to investigate. It's a breadcrumb. You go to this place to find somebody. You go. Each mission is yeah. It's Whereas set up this to one is just everybody on. surviving, and you're going hey. around and helping them against the more predatory groups. In one of the missions, you find the president of the United States. Yeah. I didn't even know he was alive. I didn't know he was dead. I didn't even know he was in the country. But he's there, and you help him, and they tell you, oh, yeah, something's happening. you gotta go, You got to do this. The actual story How very Independence Day. is more than halfway through the fucking game. Yeah. Like, that's when it starts, because the point is, after you save him, he tells you, oh, hey, guess what? There's a cure for everything. They were working on it. It's found in this place. Okay, so now you got to go to this place, and I'm sure that leads you to another place. I was level 20 when I did this mission, Jake. A week into playing the fucking game is when it showed up. So, yeah, it's it's not that good of a game. It's in every, like, data point. Like, it's, I wish it was better. Also, it has this odd thing that all Ubisoft games have. Did you notice this, too? If you move the camera too fast, it artifacts. Like, the images, it'll just, it'll be like if you fucking, uh did uh, put high exposure on a camera and moved it around. Yeah, I don't know. Uh -uh. I don't know, because, like, I have to crank the sharpness up completely, or else there's this weird little artifacting every time, or, like, after images of everything I do. Oh, she jizzed all over her own head. She usually does. Like, whenever she shakes her head, she usually gets slobbering. Up to and including on her own face. Dear girls. Yeah, sweetie. Oh, we had a fun car ride, huh? Dude, she was like, she... So I was just finishing up playing WoW. Sorry to kind of Go for it. No, no, no. I was done. I was finishing up playing WoW, right? And I think she knew I was finishing Jason. up. And... Oh, we're going to get there. Um, <laughs> I was finishing up, and uh, she kind of walks into the the dining room. And she's just walking like really slow and lightly. She kind of looks at me and she's like, what? I'm just getting some food. And so she goes over to her food dish and she takes her time and she takes like one little small bite of food. And it's I, I wasn't looking at her, but I could feel her staring at me like, what? It's time I'm to not, go. It's, it's like, time to go. She's like, I know it's time to go, but I'm trying not to rush you. So I'm just, I'm just being sweet and getting food. And as soon as I stood up, she's like. Um, what? I'm just getting some food. <laughs> and then I went upstairs to start getting changed, and then she just started losing <laughs> her shit. It oh, was so funny. Girl. Dude, she has so much personality. It's oh, hilarious. You're adorable, girl. Just like that picture that I took of her where I told her that she stink, that she smells like dog and needs a bath, and she actually sat on the couch and sat with her back to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. It's oh, it's Annie so girl. funny, dude. She does. She has so much personality. It's hilarious. On that note of adorable, hello and but, welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. And what were you saying? Okay, so I was going to say, um, since you mentioned it, we it has been pointed out by our segment sponsor, <laughs> uh, Mr. Jason Claywell, that he wasn't happy with the WoW talk last week, in which Bob had to say- In my defense, okay, there was WoW talk. But it was during the dark times where we yelled at each other for 20 minutes and got actively angry. Did you at least keep that audio? No. Oh, shit. Well, I th it's on there, but eventually it's going to get deleted. It's gone. It's it's going to be poofed into the ether. Because, Jake, if they know what you said, 
what, to me, <laughs> on there, you would lose all fucking ground. That was a horrible thing that. to say to another human being, okay? That was. That was a horrible comparison to make to anybody, okay? So, <laughs> it seriously took me six minutes to edit that. I just cut off that bit, and I just span through until I found, like, dead spaces and cut yeah. them. So I really hope we didn't say, say it wasn't repugnant shit because I was just exhausted. Like, whatever nah, bug was eating my ass all fucking week, I, it just finally got me. But, um... So, yeah, uh, it was on there, but contractually, we are we will speak about WoW every week, but it may get cut due to time constraints, a... Uh, flow narrative or Jake saying re- horrible shit to me and then me ye- and then me yelling at him for fucking it was it was a whole thing <laughs> so to counteract the horribleness you guys were never allowed to see well, I just I was I was going to keep talking wow oh yeah you were had wow yeah. shit to say sorry so since I had been trying to power through the war campaign right Okay, Voldoon, first of all, holy shit missions. Like, there are so many fucking missions. Like, in Voldoon, especially, and Zoldazar is kind of the same way, where it's just like... Zoldazar is huge. It's like a never-ending, like, snowball of fucking missions. That's the only thing that... It's not built like... No no other (laughs) area is built like Drustvar. Maybe uh, Nazmir... Because it is set, you start here and you do a lap. Maybe, maybe Nazmir is close to uh, Drustvar. Okay, so Tiragard is still my favorite zone, but it's so everywhere. It is like true. I'm just saying, yeah. as a zone and as an environment, it's probably still my favorite. And Nazmir is probably my second. Drust um, and Nazmir, Drust one, Nazmir second. Um, and then for me also. The war campaign is really fucking good for the Horde. Not to say that it's bad for the Alliance. Uh, no, no. Well, it's technically the Horde one is bad. You are bad. The end. There's... And then... Uh, right, Nathanos is such a dick, Cunt, dude. dude. Oh, my God. He is such a bitch. I fucking... Like, I'm sorry. You were brought back as an undead. And then... To get in your good graces, Sylvanas killed your nephew and gave you his body. That body is not Nathanos's. That's his fucking nephew who he raised. Yeah. And that's a good thing? How is that a good... Like, even when he was the blight caller, like, because I remember that time. I remember when he was in fucking, uh, in Eastern Plaguelands to where... Dude, I barely remember. He was a raid boss, Jake. He he was considered a raid boss because anytime there was a heal, a fucking hound would spawn. That could have been a passive heal, too. So if you had an ability that gave you a heal or if you were a troll, you'd be spawning fucking uh, other elites. He was considered because if you just straight wrecked his shit, he wasn't he wasn't that bad. But the problem came when any kind of healing is ever done ever. And he was a raid. It was fucking cool. All the way up until uh, Wrath, I think he was. Uh, until they, you know, back moved him out. Uh, but nah, I fucking hate that dude. I fucking yeah. hate that dude. And I also, like, I haven't, pl- I need to, I need to wrap up that, I need to play 
on my troll some so I can, you know, hit up that story. But I I haven't done any of the new stuff for the Horde, and I want to because I want to see their side of it, of you rescuing Dalen. Was it Dalen? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's the story's getting good. But, yeah, yeah the Horde one, I do like it. But uh, it it wasn't as awesome to me as fucking reliving all the horrible shit that happened to Jaina. I like that. I liked I like going into the what the Blightlands or whatever it's called. Uh like looking for Jaina's bit. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's really nice now. Or Blighted Lands, maybe. I forget what it's called. You no longer need to play that to pl- to do the battle of uh Desire Lord. Des- no no no. Oh. Or King uh King's Rest or the battle for uh uh Barian uh Borean Harbor. You don't have to do those on Mythic. Oh, Siege they're of heroic. Baralis. Thank you, Siege of Baralis. Thank oh, is it heroic yeah, now instead of Mythic? Now. Shit. Yeah. Which is good because, you know, uh, crafting things require something from both. I need to do Siege of Baralis at least uh, because I need one more thing for the tailoring one. Not even close to getting fucking enchanting up to fucking 150. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I haven't been doing my uh, tailor. Taylor's easy to jack up, man. Holy no, shit. No, the quest. I've already got it maxed oh. out. It's just I haven't done that It's profession a cool fucking quest. quest. It is a cool fucking quest. That's what I've heard. I just haven't done it yet because I've been so focused on that druid and just trying to hammer yeah. through that I just, I haven't done it. And I'm like, fuck, I've got all these alts that I need to get to some levels. And that's really why I haven't played the division is because I've been focusing on getting my <laughs> druid to 120 and trying to get through the war campaign. But now I've got Darkshore fucking um, Stormguard to do, like doing those two uh, those two quests. And then I've just got to get my rep up. So... Because I've already finished the Bloodgate stuff. I finished all the Xandalar forever. So all I have to do is finish the Tides of Vengeance yeah, and get I that achievement. Yeah, I finally did Xandalar forever. I, so, so I remember when I did that, I, I talked about it on the podcast saying that I really don't get the story that's going on. It just stops. It's weird. Then I finally came back and played Sandalar forever, which is really cool because your your uh your troll pyramid stops moving after that. It's yeah. really fucking cool. But uh, yeah, I finally got that to play out. And I was like, God damn, this is really fucking cool. You're going with all the loas and you're fucking powering through some shit. Yeah, this is fucking. <laughs> that was pretty rad. Fun. It was fun and it didn't take for fucking ever. Like I was playing it last night and it was like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. It was really goddamn cool, but I was I was I was role playing a little bit, and I was walking when they were walking and shit like that. <laughs> it was fun though. Yeah. Like I I I like the horde story, save for the fact that the horde's just. Although I need to keep playing because apparently there's this whole thing about fucking you do with Vol'jin's spirit. Yeah. Because Jake, did you notice that? Too? Oh wait, you haven't got it. You have it. Once you do the Zandalar uh, quest. The Zandalari troll quest, you know, to unlock them. Yeah, it's about uh, Talanji's or uh, uh, coronation, right? And then she asks you to come up to see her at the seat of the king. And when you get there, on the back end, it's just Vol'jin spirit staring. No fucking information is given. He's just set up there, and there's supposed to be this whole quest to figure out 
well, you know, what happened to his soul. Yeah. I need to keep playing so I can get that Because I know that that's unlocked. part of the war campaign, right? Was where you're supposed to be maybe doing something new part, with his... Maybe the new part, I don't know. But I want to play it because, yeah, I really fucking like that story. I like the whole shit with, uh, with, uh, with Zuljan and figure out what the fuck's going on with him. And I like the fact that he's trying to figure out who the fuck told me to pick Sylvanas. Who yeah. the fuck said that to me? Ah, oh, it's great. That is interesting. Like, even though I haven't played that much of the war campaign and that sort of thing for, uh, for the horde, uh, just with all the different videos that I've been watching on YouTube, I found that kind of interesting that, you know, that's kind of a big talking point. Like who the hell did? Yeah. Cause he said that, you know, he, uh, what was it that he, um, talked with like the Loas or the spirits or whatever. And they and said considering it was going to be so Loa is Blom Sandy. Oh, is it? Yeah. It actually, like, he is a, he is a follower of Wam Sandi, which is why he always has the skull shit. Uh, so, and also, why, when he was getting, uh, when you gave Vol'jin's, uh, you'll get to this in a bit, when you give Vol'jin's spirit back. Yeah. To Blom Sandi, uh, he can't find it. And he talks about how his boss is going to yeah, get pissed. Yeah, how his boss, it, boss, the boss ain't going to like this. this. It's like, what the fuck? And the fact that, like, if you play one part of it before that, if you do the uh, the coronation thing before that, you completely don't know what's going on because uh, he tells Talanji, like, you know what? I'll I'll let you out of the our deal if you kill, if you kill Sylvanas and bring me your heart. Right. And... When she says no, he's like, ah, I think that's a new part of the campaign, yeah, isn't it? The Zandalaria. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he brings up the fact that he would love to have a war chief spirit, so he doesn't have the spirit of the war chief who was bound to him by choice. What the fuck is go- like? There are so many cool questions with the with the with the alliance stuff. It's good writing. But it's not compelling in that way. Yeah. That whole thing of... Maybe that's a good way to put it, is that's why I really like the Horde part, is that it is compelling. So, it just raises so many questions. And questions. the more you're so constantly asking, the more you're wanting to play. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's and a smart that's way to do That's the one thing that the Horde side has over the Alliance side. Because I know Mystery. we had talked about that where I was like, man, I'm really fucking digging the Horde campaign. The, the, the Horde side of everything. Uh, and, and also then, you have choices in the horde. You can choose like uh, in the uh, in yeah. the sour thing mission. You can choose to help uh, Zappy Boy and then the go bane. get him, or you can say, you know what? No, and no. I'm going to tell on you. Exactly. It doesn't affect what happens, but it makes you not feel like a horrible fucking person because Jake, have you leveled? Any character in Hillsbrad after Cataclysm, create a new Shit, character. I don't know, dude. Cr- next time you create a character on Horde, like a like a uh, an alliance race or an allied race, go to go go to Hillsbrad. An only Horde or alliance? No, that's the only people in Hillsbrad because the Horde killed all the alliance. Uh, oh, okay. The very first, like the second mission you get there after getting there is harvesting some crops. Those crops are bur- are humans buried up to their neck that you whack with a shovel. There's no fucking I. Uh, there's no way out of it. You either take the quest or you don't. There's no way you say no. I'm not doing this shit. 
You just kill people who are buried up to their neck in dirt. Irredeemably evil. There's no other way around that. They captured people, they buried them, and they had you whack them with a fucking shovel. They had you Cody them, okay? Okay? <laughs> but nah, it is fucked up. And it, the all of the fucking undead story is like that. Hmm. Which, if you, I, I highly recommend leveling up a. Uh, I do have an undead starting warlock. an undead at one. Yeah, I have an undead new, war and yeah. new at post kata. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just created this Good. one. Whenever, I, yeah. Good because the story with Lillian Voss is really cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is really fucking. Even cool. though I guess I should have just went with Bernie, but no, that's that's great. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, like you go with the the story with Lillian Voss rejecting. Sylvanas' uh, not-brainwashed shit, because they flat-out say, everybody has a choice. That's the thing. The start of the campaign of the undead is, everybody has a choice. You can go about your own, or you can join the Horde. Now it's brainwashed motherfuckers. Yeah. Also, remind me, who's Lillian Voss? It's, she was created in Cataclysm. Oh, okay. Her, her That's dad, probably why I don't remember then. Her dad? I had to wait until you were done. Her dad? Uh, her dad is one of the higher-ups in the Scarlet Crusade. Oh, okay. And she got killed, or he, uh, she got abandoned by him. She died. She came back. And the whole thing is her trying to come back and say, hey, what's up? What's going on? And his dad constantly, and her dad trying to kill her a second time, because apparently he's the reason she died the first time. So she goes crazy and fucking burns him with shadow fire. And that's why, like, if you, uh, in Trustvar, you'll see that that area where it just has a bunch of dead bodies, a bunch of dead animals, and they're glowing with purple fire. Yeah. That's Lillian's doing. Oh, okay. When she kills a fool, they start fucking flaming. Dude, that stuff with her in, is it Tear Guard, where you're setting up, like, the bombs and shit? That was, no, no. And yeah, she's yeah, riding yeah, yeah. on the back that of the horse. Really cool. That's fun. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Lillian is a great character, which makes me really fucking hate Sylvanas. Because yeah. she's fucking brainwashed Lillian Voss. I love that character. Yeah. Also, the the hooded Scarlet or whatever, whenever you do the missions inside uh, any of the Scarlet Monastery uh, right. dungeons, that's her. Because oh, okay. she's wanting to kill White Mane because she hates fucking White Mane. Mainly because she can bring people back to life and she never brought her back to life. Yeah. So, I've also decided that since I have that orc uh, Death Knight Mork, right? Yeah. Whenever I make a Maghar orc, whenever I finally get that unlocked, I'm going to keep it up with the same kind of scheme. So that one's going to be either like dork or fork and with the same spelling as mork. And, uh, and so it's going to be dork the orc or fork the orc. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Or Bjork the orc. <laughs> it just make one hoardy. Why? Same one. Hoardy, mork, dork, dork. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so I, at least I have with with my alliance, I have my dra my Drani or my or you know that sort of thing. They start with X's, like the names, right? Yeah. And then so that's going to be my theme with orcs on the the horde side. Oh shit! <clears throat> All right. Thus concludes our schedule. Our contractually wild talk. obligated <laughs> wild talk. So. To counteract the uh, the dark times from last week, I decided to do something different. I brought it up to Jake, and I'll explain why 
I'll do mine and hopefully you have one. Uh, but on the bright side, we do have a second one that Fran gave me. Uh, Farscape is on uh, Amazon Prime. By the way, you've talked about Farscape as much as you've talked about anything else on this podcast. Yes, I don't know Jake, because I that. love Farscape. I absolutely love it. It is my favorite show in existence. But I don't think I told the story of how I got into Farscape. And that's what I... Sorry, because it. what I wanted to discuss is those things that you love that you found in the oddest ways. Like, you bread, you breadcrumbed into it, or uh, someone just errantly said something, and then you stumbled across it. And I think those are, like, great stories of things that you just stumble upon or, like, knowledge found is better than knowledge given. And fandom that you find is so much funner than the fandom that's thrown in your face. Because with this, I used to read a lot of webcomics, Yakabeeb. A lot. I know. I don't even remember the name of this one. All right. But I, uh, I don't know if somebody out there uh, used to read a lot of web comics too back in the early aughts, I uh, early mid aughts. It was one of them that stuck so rigidly to the, the the penguin scene and fucking Fight Club. There were quite a few that had the the slide penguin in the, This one was in it all the fucking time. I barely remember anything about it by that except this. They were having a Halloween. A Halloween issue where it was just a spread shot, just a, a a giant spread where they were having a margarita and our margarita shooters and pizza party. Everybody had Hawaiian shirts on. Everybody had this stiff. And I had no idea about what reference they were making. So I had to look it up. I looked it up and found out that it was from an episode of Farscape called Crackers Don't Matter, which I watched last night, and it still keeps, dude. It is so good. It is, uh... And then I was like, okay, what's this? So I started, like, watching little bits of it. I was like, okay, that's okay. And then I, down and then I like, downloaded the first season. And by the time I was through, halfway through episode one, I downloaded every other fucking season. And this was back when I was living in Kentucky, so I was not that and not in a great way. <laughs> so yeah, I once watched that fucking show for about at least 50 hours straight. Because I just couldn't sleep. I just laid on the bed and watched that. Got up to shit, got up to piss. I think I got up to eat a couple times. <laughs> it was bad. But that show is great. And I love that fact that, you know... It was just my stupid need to to get a joke. I, I I hated not knowing the joke. I'm like, okay, why are they all wearing Hawaiian shirts? What about pizza margarita shoes? What does this mean? So I was diving on the internet for an hour, and I found my favorite show ever. That's great to me. And I was wondering like, if there were any like those instances to where either fandom that you, you stumbled across on a whim or something that just stuck with you forever just because of how you found it. This is a tough one, Bob. Sorry. No, mainly because whenever you ask this, pretty much... I explained it bad. No, 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 no. You actually explained it fine. The problem is, is that the things that I love, it's not something I stumbled across. 
in some form or fashion, it's something that was suggested to me or that sort of thing. It's not something that I, the closest thing that I could think of is actually Game of Thrones. Like, I had no real knowledge of the show. Yeah, I had absolutely no knowledge of it either. And oddly enough, apparently Red was a giant fan of it and had all the books. Yeah, I never same thing with Bunny. It. Like Bunny, you know, yeah. me and Bunny used to talk about books because, you never know, we both like up... Dark Tower and never talked about. Yeah. Right? It never. How weird is that? Yeah, it never came up. And so, is it that they just thought it was ubiquitous that everybody should know and love Maybe. This? And so, with me, the whenever I became aware of it was whenever those reaction videos to the Red Wedding became like, yeah, all the rage. Like after that episode aired, because even listening to podcasts, they would talk about this episode, and I'm like. Really? And I have, you know, uh, I would listen to like even with the spoilers and they'd be like, hey, a shitload of people die and a lady gets stabbed in the baby. Right. So I'm like, okay, that just sounds kind of weird. And for whatever reason, one day I just decided to watch one of the like the most popular reaction uh, video on YouTube because it's a compilation. Yeah. And for the first thing that kind of got my attention was like. So there were people who knew what happened to that, who knew what happened in the books and had the forethought to record record the reactions of friends, family and loved ones. Right. I'm like, first of all, that's actually kind of hilarious. That is the best way to be a book snob. Like, oh, I know what happened. I know what happened. Yep. Power on, record. But still, I'm going, instead of just being all like, oh, I would know what's going to happen now, they just sat back and just, and just like needed their fingers together and just, yeah. But still, the fact that these people were, knew that they were being recorded for their reaction and they were still able to be entrenched in the, in the, the episode. Cause if that was the case, I would be constantly aware that something, when someone says, Hey, something happens. And I want to record your reaction, then... And with that kind of show, it's obvious because he snubbed snubbed the fray. Like, he's bringing his wife there. It's like, oh, they're all going to die. Yeah. If someone tells you something happens... You know it's not going to be good. No, And especially if they say just something happens, and that's the context of what's happening on screen. That's the text of what's appearing. Yeah. Oh, they're all fucking dead. That's the only way that's going to end, because with what you said, something will occur... With the knowledge I have, yeah, and they flat out say, Frey could kill you. Like, like doing this is a slap in his face. Like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're all going to die. And yeah. so, yeah, it's it would be, I, were they all, did, did they tell them they were being recorded? I'm guessing that they did. But, I mean, I would imagine because it's it's difficult not to see someone sitting off to your side recording you with their cell phone. Well, you know? there is if you plug it in and flip it over and hit tab and just edit it. Yeah, maybe. But, I don't know. That was the impression that I was under was that these people even knew. And so, but they were still able to get engrossed in it, right? And, I don't, again... In these reaction shots, you're not seeing what's going on on the television. You're just hearing that fucking cello. (laughs) Yeah, you hear the cello and you hear like the slaps and the stabs and the screams and everything. And you don't know what's going on. And I was 
I don't know for whatever react for whatever reason those reaction videos I found it's hilarious. The fact that you couldn't hear it probably is like okay, yeah. I kinda, my mind's going to do a lot of weird shit. Maybe so. Even then, after that, it was still probably another because I didn't the first season that I watched on HBO proper. Like whenever it aired, uh, I think was season five. I think. Because I, w- I was watching them whenever I went to that first that Comic-Con, which was 2015. Jake, that would have been September of 2015, which that would have been... Yeah, so it would have been season five right because season recording. four... Yeah, because season four would have already aired, um, and you'd hooked me up with seasons one through four. Yeah. And so I was. I remember sitting there watching them while waiting for you and mom and all oh, that yeah, kind of thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's the closest, like even with the preacher comic, I don't even remember how I got into that because you probably just grabbed it because of the art. I, again, I have no idea. And I know whenever I first bought it, it was a trade paperback. Um, and it might've been, it might've, I just, I may have been we were at, also reading uh wizard world a lot too. Comic you, interlude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I may have just been there at Comic Interlude one day, and you know how they had the spinner rack with the trade paperbacks. Yeah. So I might have just was grabbed a cool the looking uh, cover. Yeah, and it, I might have just grabbed the trade cover, and yeah. just kind of read about it and was like, okay, well, fuck it. And I I know that I stumbled across Preacher, but I don't remember yeah. how I stumbled across and Preacher. You know, my Game of Thrones is almost exactly similar to yours. I had it down like somebody told me to watch it, so I downloaded the first season. And I didn't watch it forever. And then one day I was, it might've been like right before or right after the red wedding. I don't remember, but I know red was talking about it in one aspect and other people were talking about another. I was like, and I was fucking sick. I was like, as in like that kind of lethargic sick to where you can't just fucking like, you can't move because you fucking hurt or you can't stand still because it's fucking just, like ants under your skin, that kind of like, not actually in that kind of, but you know, you just, you can't be comfortable because you're feeling like shit, no matter what you do. Too tired to move around. All right. Too anxious to sit still. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I turned it on. I laid down. I started watching it. Like, ah, this ain't that bad. <laughs> and yeah, the first episode did hook me because I wasn't expecting a kid to get chucked out a fucking window. But nah, yeah, so I, it was just one of those, it was a whim that I downloaded it, that I forgot about its existence, and it was a whim that I watched it again. <laughs> but I... And since I've been doing this rewatch, I'm on uh, the Watchers on the Wall episode, uh-huh. so I just finished uh, The Mountain and the Viper yesterday, which, I mean, that's still rough to watch, like whenever Oberon gets so fucked, dude. Yeah. That's rough. But I still think that's probably worse than the Red Wedding. <laughs> I mean, just that. Yeah, because it was a bad turn of just. Oh, yeah, dude. And even the Purple Wedding, I'm like, whatever. I, I don't turn Fuck away when watching that. Yeah. Because but, you watch somebody you hate die. But man, as soon as you see that punch to Oberyn's face, I'm oh, like, fuck, I can't watch. Visceral as hell. It's so visceral, dude. Because I remember I didn't even know what happened in the first time I was watching it. I'm like, dude, stop fucking talking. Stop. I'm like, don't do it. And he gets tripped. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) 
Here we go. That's what you get, fucker. Oh, but, that's what I like about the book theory, because that was still part of his plan. No matter what, living or dead, it was part of his plan. So it didn't matter that he was being a little shit ass. <laughs> and I'm like, he was so close to so having, close. like, not even just killing the mountain. I wasn't worried about that. I wanted Tywin to be put on blast. Yeah. And he was so close to having that. Oh. To where there was this fucking audience of thousands of people. And also the idea of uh, most of Tywin's power comes from two places. One, everybody thinks he's rich. And two, he has the mountain. He has the mountain that rides. And here is this scrawny fuck who just went rickshaw on his ass. Yep. All right? Who just took him on a fucking journey of heart and soul. With a poison lace spear. Even without it being poison, because the poison didn't start hitting him until later. Yeah. He was just fucking fat, 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 dead. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. Like, oh, it's so good. But but oh. I, I say that because the acting is so good in yes. season four. Like That I was mean, one of the last good seasons. It, it really was. Acting wise, yes. I'm not even thinking about story wise. Just Story-wise, Acting it started, wise. Uh, anything that has to do with Marine is meandering shit. Dude, still. They, what they did. And, and, <laughs> and part of that may be due to my own personal preference, right? Was, or maybe where I'm, where it's still fresh in my mind. But Tyrion's confession, quote-unquote confession, and Oberyn talking about yes. the first time he met Tyrion, though the the acting in those two scenes are so fucking incredible. Like yeah. I get chills just thinking about both of them because Oberyn is basically giving this soliloquy, even though Tyrion, you know, will interrupt with a jape here and there, but he's telling this story and the reaction shots of Dinklage. As he's hearing the way his sister treated him as a baby, yeah, and it, it's like a it's a confirmation bias. It's it's basically all those biases he knew that his sister had. It's confirming that it's been there since he was a baby. Whenever he was unable it's to not defi- confirmation bias. It's, oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, confirmation. Yeah, it's confirmation. Yeah, sorry. Full stop. <laughs> yeah. So, um. But no, it's it. Those two scenes are, and that confession, like I could watch that so many times yeah. because, I mean, he other, goes full stage actor. Oh, uh, yeah. And one thing I've realized, even over the inconsistent um, accent by by uh, Littlefinger, one thing that I can't stand. I don't know if you've noticed this. But whenever it's a shot of him and someone else, other than Varys, he's not looking at them in the eyes. It's like he's l- like we're like this, okay? We're looking, looking eye to eye. Nose. He's looking at their at their breastbone. And if you watch, you he's always that's usually like, where people's clasps are with their fucking. Do uh, you house? not realize how important you are to the realm? I cannot begin to tell you. And he's, it's instead, he, it's like he's looking at cleavage instead of eyes. Even if it's a male, that's the, that's the area he's looking at. I don't know if you've realized that or not, but no. just watch a random episode from those first four seasons and he's looking at someone like that instead huh. of in the eyes. Almost, it, and I don't know if that's purposeful or not because part of me is like, 
Well, that would kind of make sense because Littlefinger, if he looks at someone in the eyes, chances are they're going to be able to tell he's full of shit. So what does he do? He averts eye contact on purpose. That or he's also being submissive. That's his way of yeah. showing that he is more of a submissive. Oh, than... my God. I think I get it. I think I get it. Because the whole point about Littlefinger is he is obsessed with the stories of older prophecy. All right. He's wanting to fucking be a, be a, oh God, what's his name? I, the, oh fuck, the, uh, the bard who, uh, the bard from the, uh, story who kidnapped the Stark, uh, the wildling bard. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name of the bard, name, but, but I know what you're talking he was, about. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's wanting to be him. He's wanting to recreate that story with Cat and now, uh, Sansa. Sansa. He's also wanting to fucking deal with like the uh the 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 supernatural history with Heron Hall because there has to be a went, which was Catelyn, which is now so he's trying to create all these old prophecies, all these old stories and magic shits. But do you know what uh what also is in all those old stories? All those things that can steal your soul and body if you look at them. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. It's because he he believes so much in these stories because you know you have the the skin changers, all right. You have the 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 walkers and the in the skins and all that. Uh, you have the the Sarks, and fucking, there's still a good theory of Roose Bolt being a fucking skin changer, yeah. like act, like physical as in he will peel off the skin and wear it and change people, which is why he keeps his son around. Which why he hasn't killed Ramsey is because yeah. he's going to take his body so he can keep living. Like, yeah, it's all these like weird shit. And the only reason, you know, he knows that Varys hates any supernatural shit. So that might be why he looks him in the eye. Yeah. And then that scene of Sansa, whenever Probably. she's talking to like uh, Lord Roy, is it Royce? Like after Liza, after Baelish throws her through the moon door and then Sansa is sitting there in yeah. front of those three people, that is a phenomenally acted scene also. She's so good whenever she's like, quote unquote, confessing, right? And telling why Liza was jealous and yeah. everything, you know, and kind of telling that turn of events and admitting that she's Sansa and all that stuff. Dude, that was a really well acted scene also, but... I was thinking last night, this slight, it's still Game of Thrones, but off topic from what we're talking about, okay? What's going to be the reaction of John if he finds out that they just like slit Littlefinger's throat right there in the hall? Instead of doing a proper execution. I don't think it's going to. I was thinking about, for whatever reason, I was thinking about that last night, and I'm like, that's kind of strange that instead of doing a proper execution. Well, they no longer they just, have ice. They have half of ice. That's true. Half of ice. But but I'm like, dude, they just kind of just like slit his throat and that's that. You know? Oh, but, no, wait. I should say they do have half of ice in Winterfell. So <laughs> I do. I do have something since I'm on vacation next week for the, the recording for the week after. Uh-huh. And it's going to be Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones uh, – um, airs the week after that and i have drill that weekend uh -huh. so i'm gonna have a game of thrones type of thing for us okay on that episode just a little bit of a tease shit i gotta fucking i guess i gotta get a subscription 
Hey, Darren. Dude, you should still have my info. Yeah, every time I try to input it, it fucking tells me wrong. But anyway. All right. Hey, buddy. All right. Fran, for once, has said that she would join in on this. And, well, she says she's joining in a lot, but she never fucking sends me the shit she wants read out. She finally did. So, uh, this is Fran's entry. It is about uh, a fantasy genre in books. My nose itches, dude. Okay. So you were squeaking it. All right. Yep. Do, 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 do. I started reading books like everyone else. You know what? I've been talking a lot more than you. I want you to read. My mouth is hurting. <laughs> See, I can't even talk about like Dragonlance because Norfleet, Norfleet read Dragonlance yeah. and that's how I got into Dragonlance. So, uh, okay, here is. Same with me, but you. Here is Fran, but I'm going to do it a lot more gringo than she would. Uh, I started reading books like everyone else, Dr. Seuss and shit like that. But by the second grade, I was bored as fuck of these baby books. So one day I go with my older sister to the public library. Dope. We used to hang out at the library all the time. I have a public time. library bookstore too, so. And I, actually, that's how I came across, now that I think about it, that's how I started reading the Dark Tower series, is I was at the summer at the public library, yeah. and I was looking at the Stephen King books, and I saw The Gunslinger, and I was like, this I sounds had, interesting, and I checked it out, and that was Yeah, the, I had time to kill uh, one day, and I was at the library, and I would feel bad if I was just sitting around, so I grabbed a random book, I was like, I don't know, I guess Star Wars, I grabbed a book, it was Star by Star, part of the uh, the Yuzhan Vong series, and it was the still to this day the only Star Wars book I ever read, but I still remember that book so fucking wholeheartedly because I got a subs- I got a fucking membership that day so I could get that book. It's yeah. one right after Chewie dies, and they're fucking blowing up goddamn evil dogs. I'm like, with one of them, like, shh, shh, everything's fine, everything's fine. Thermal detonator, everything's fine, everything's fine. Thermal detonator, fucking awesome. <laughs> But yeah, so no, so I guess technically I did just come across Gunslinger, but that's not interesting. Anyway, um, and I wander around all the books, pulling shit out, looking at it, putting it back. And then I saw it, this book with a badger wearing full fucking armor and a battle going on behind him. It was one of the most glorious things I'd ever seen. I pulled the book out. Excited to look through it for pictures, only there weren't any other fucking pictures. Seven-year-old me was pissed. I wanted to see this badass badger wielding, even though it says welding, sorry. Jake, don't be an asshole. (laughs) Wielding a sword, murdering things. So I asked a library clerk about it. She couldn't have been more than like 16 to 18 around there. She gave me the biggest smile and told me it was one of the best books she'd ever read, even better than the ones with pictures in it. She asked me if I liked to read, and when I said yes, she sat down with me and let me read to her for a while. My sister came to collect me and told me to leave the book. We didn't have a library card. My mom wouldn't open one up for us. I looked at the clerk in the book. I handed it back to her and started leaving, looking all dopey and sad. The clerk followed us to the doors and then stopped me really quick, ran to her computer, did some shit, and told me I could take the book home to keep forever. I was so over the moon, I couldn't believe this lady was letting me take the book home. It was only... It was only once I got older that I realized she must have paid for the book in order for me to take it home. That book was called Salamanstron by Brian Jacques as part of the Red Wall series. I spent two months reading through that book, and when I finished, I was fucking hooked on them. I devoured all the Red Wall books at school, which then led me to Chronicles of Narnia, then his Dark Materials, and finally landing me on Harry Potter. I lost that book on our move to Utah and was heartsick. 
Then three months ago, the Savers on 40th had all the Redwall books on sale, including Salamanstron. It was a weirdly emotional moment for me. So, of course, I bought them, and now I'm excited to share them with Mar- uh, Marcy. Marcy one day. And to which I had to reply, now I know why she always plays Rat Folk, because she fucking started reading Redwall books. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That is. That's a great, great story. <laughs> that is a story, great one. Dude. That is a great. And see, I would have had a decent one if you hadn't shot my dick off like that. It's like, you talk about Farscape a lot. Like, well, thanks, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chop my dick off, Jake. Once again, just shows that I have I have uh, more loyalty to Fran than I do to you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Fran, Fran agrees with me. Fran, me and Fran agree more than you and I do, so she has my loyalty more. That's kind of, well, that is a point. One of the things I like doing is arguing with Fran. <laughs> like people hate having us around. I was gonna say we get louder and louder and louder. We get louder than we, me and you, dude. Do. Even I was gonna say with that argument that we had last week was not as bad as some of the shit that I've heard you and Fran yeah. have. No, so, that was that was even a, you know for. Not, the podcast the arguments me and fran has are still just dumb fun that was an art that was a fight jake me and, last week was a fight <laughs> so <laughs> oh man oh uh, and with that that's about gonna do it for this episode of a brother's quarrel we'd like to thank you for joining us on this adventure all right if y'all if y'all wanna... oh, wait real quick okay just again, just cut my dick off, yep, Jacob. That's what I do. Hey, so since I'll be on vacation next week, I may be making a guest appearance on Two Minds podcast. Nice. And recording next week. And I'm so in about three weeks, y'all can s- find him on Two Minds. <laughs> and you may actually get to hear Soraya because I think she might actually <gasps> sit. Well, oh, she, yeah, likes, she them. likes their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So. Yeah, nice. I, I told I told Claywell I was like, look, I don't know when you and Ham record or if that day will work for Ham also, but I figure at least it'll be at least three of us if you want. So, yeah, and they like talking about genuine things, and she knows a lot about genuine things, right? As exactly. opposed to our dick and pony, dick and shit. fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess okay. what? I was going to do all of the outro to be Go nice, ahead. but no, you decided. Hey, you just came over, was like, hi, Bob. <laughs> Get cut. You get to do it now. <laughs> okay. Since Grey Worm so uh, politely. Uh... <laughs> I figured you'd be a total asshole and say fucking Greyjoy. Theon? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why Grey Worm came to mind first, but. Because you want that no dick. Well, that's about going to do it for this episode a of. Bit? That's a bit. <laughs> that's about going to do it for this episode of Brother Squirrel Podcast. We'd like to thank y'all for joining us in this here shindig and and hoot nanny. <laughs> God damn it! We'd like to invite y'all to uh, go ahead and find us on any old podcatcher that you so personally prefer. Rate and review us on them iTunes. That that'd be kind of awesome. I yep. mean, it's kind of sad if fucking Blake Shelton gets more fucking rate and review on iTunes than we do, and we're What's, way more like fucking. What's a Blake Shelton? A Blake Shelton is what passes for a country singer these days. Okay. And we're way more entertaining than that shit. Are you sure about that? Oh, I'm sure about that. Are you that. sure about that? I'm sure about that. Are you absolutely 125% sure about that? I'm sure. I'm sure about that. We're Are the you only about po- a straight line on that doc on that idea as our family tree is? <laughs> <laughs>
Hashtag have, Pulaski County. I have seen worms that procreate through fucking osmosis, all right, that have more deviations in genetic material than I have some of the people we grew up with. <laughs> you can also find us that on that there. Wait, mitosis, <laughs> not osmosis? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> mitosis, is that like some sort of fungus? Yeah. Of the my, fate? Yeah, mitosis has been hurting me a lot lately. <laughs> You can find you can also find us on that there Twitter machine. So dumb. Find, find us on that there Twitter machine at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. And you know that ends with podcast. You can also still find us on the Facebook. And since I don't have any classes this weekend or next uh-huh. weekend, you might actually see that uh, that website pop up because I'm thinking about maybe take some time tomorrow. And he says that once a month, y'all. I say it once a month, and I actually mean it this time. Right, <laughs> probably. Right, right, right. And then when you meet Jesus, he's gonna look you in the eye and, and say point. you are a liar, <laughs> sir. Well, in fairness, Jesus won't be the first one. <laughs> Nor will he be the last, because you'll be going to hell with the other sinners. Oh, God damn it! What are we doing? I don't know, but <laughs> keep it going. Ah, uh, ah, uh, hell, where are we at now? Um, so, until next time, we here at A Brother's Choir would like to remind you that nobody ever truly wins an argument. Unless you compare your brother to Alex Jones. Oh, shit, he done said it.